0: the Art and Industry of Business and Living podcast, discussing conscious choices around business, money, life, and living, and creating a greater future for you and the planet. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Art and Industry of Business and Living, and it's 2018. Woohoo! Now I have an um, awesome, 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 awesome friend of mine on here today. And I'm very grateful that you made it on here, Dane. It's Dr. Dane here. So welcome.
1: Thank you. I am so glad to be with you, my friend. And it's almost <laughs> happy friggin' New Year time.
0: Woo-hoo! It is almost happy New Year time and Oh,
1: happy that's friggin' New Year.
0: A, a happy friggin' New Year, exactly. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, because this is actually going to be aired on the eighth of January. So by so the it's time happy people friggin' New Year. Exactly. It's 2018. Boom. We're in the future right now. I'm not even in Australia. I'm in Japan. I am in the future.
1: <laughs>
0: so, and you're getting your bars run as we do this show. I love that.
1: I know. And, you know, I'm trying, if I start, you know, sounding like a slow friend and I start slurring, it's because of bars. Just let me know.
0: Just yeah. go ahead. Well, we, Take a break we have We have a key word anyway, strawberry shortcake. If I start saying strawberry shortcake, it's like, dang, you're getting really slow there because he's getting his bars run.
1: Strawberry shortcake sounds for you're being slow, (laughs) stupid. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And if you haven't had your bars run and you're listening to this thinking, what the hell is he getting run? Go check it out. Bars.accessconsciousness.com. We have like over 3,000 facilitators around the world in over 173 countries So you can find someone to get your bars run. And it's, we actually have Global Bars Day. Oh, you just missed it because this is aired on the eighth. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, but But get your bars run, find a bars class. I mean, it's like $350 or something to go to a bars class and you get your bars run twice and you get to run someone else's bars and you get to see an awesome video with Gary and Dane and a whole day. And guess what? Then you can actually create it as a business. You can be, exactly. a and,
1: and I don't know how anybody survives the holidays without getting their bars run personally. Oh
0: my goodness. I don't either. It's like we seriously had, like I've used access consciousness tools for 16 years now. The 27th of December, I think, was my darkest day of the year. You should have seen me. I knew I wasn't being me. I asked every freaking question. Brendan's going, do you want some help? And I'm like, well, I guess so, because this isn't much fun. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to have to write Gary and Dane an email saying, dear Gary and Dane, I'm sorry, I've lost my mojo and my ability to create. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: <laughs> and I, And unlike Austin Powers, I cannot go back in time and find where it was taken and no. find the fat bastard that stole it. So I think I'm leaving now. Bye-bye.
0: Exactly. But then you know what? We're, we're in Japan right now, and we've got this magazine that has all these restaurants advertised. And I love the way they do the translation. And one of the restaurants, there, their tagline is, the restaurant makes you happy. And I was like, Brendan, we have <laughs> to find this restaurant. We have to go there. Book it. Let's book it every day.
1: (laughs) For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes. Exactly. It makes you happy. Let's do it. Oh, that's my kind of restaurant.
0: I know. Anyway, you know, this time of year, as we've been talking about, can be quite crappy. It's like, it can be really shitty. And like I said, 16 years of having Access Consciousness Tools, I know the tools. I, I have the questions. And yet I still, you know, chose this like really random shitty day. And fortunately got out of it. And now I, I do get, I've got my mojo back and it's very different. It's actually not back. It's creating something different in a way that hasn't been created before. And I was looking at, you know, new year, yeah. people have new year's resolutions. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead.
1: Can we speak to that for just a moment? Because you said something brilliant. You're like, my mojo isn't back. I, my, I have something different available. And if we would recognize that, What we actually, especially at this time of year, and I think it's something that most people have probably never even looked at or addressed, is what we do is we go through a period of change if we allow ourselves to. And what we do is we actually prepare ourselves for something greater to come. But when the old is going away and the new hasn't yet shown up, a lot of times we go into exactly like you're talking about, one of the shittiest days of your life. Or for some people, it seems to last for weeks. But what happens is if you weather that storm, and and one of the things I'm grateful for about access consciousness is the tools to not only weather the storm, but to make it easy and to get to that space that's beyond it a lot faster than you would without those tools. But if you weather that storm and you actually allow yourself to walk through it, you become greater as a result of going through that and you become different and you become more peaceful in a lot of ways and also more creative. I think we've just never given ourselves permission to have a shitty day or two so that we can get beyond this insanity that we're currently functioning to get to something greater. And I'd say it always leads to something greater if we're willing to to look from that place.
0: I love that, Dane. Thank you so much. It, it's because I see that most people, including myself, go into judgment of having that shitty day rather than, okay, so what's right about this I'm not getting, which is a question from Access Consciousness to look at something like that. It's like, what's right about this I'm not getting,
1: you know? Exactly. And that, that thing of just going to question, even if you don't know what question to ask, and that question is a great question. What's right about this I'm not getting? How does it get any better than this? What else is possible? And what will it take to change this into something greater? Are these questions that open the door to something different? And if we did nothing else except get present and ask a question, we would start to have a different sense of the way things are actually showing up for us.
0: And I also get the the willingness to have the awareness when you ask the question, because one of the things Brendan and I have been looking at is 10 days away is too long. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, we travel all the time with, with work, with access, but it's so different so, But instead of trying to prove that we could come to Japan for 10 days and have a great time skiing, et cetera, we literally went, okay, four days would have been enough. That would have been fun.
1: Right. You
0: know, and then let's go home and let's create. I mean, we have been creating here too, but the willingness to have a look at it and go, okay, so what's the awareness here? And Brendan just said to me, I never want to go and stay in a chalet again trapped by snow because we've seriously had the most <laughs> snow here that they've ever had here. And two days ago, we had the most snow in the world, and we were there was so much wow. powder day, and it was incredible. Like I was like, "Is there such a thing as too much snow?" Yes, there <laughs> is.
1: <laughs> well, I heard you guys got five feet in twenty four hours or something. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, and that was just the beginning. It just hasn't stopped. Oh. It's like and wow. it's up to like your chest and they had to dig us out of our house like three times it's like <laughs> you know? wow so it's been interesting you do like talk about being you know you're trapped in a cave or
1: whatever trapped in a cave and can't get out yes, yes. <laughs> exactly well, I, I, see the interesting thing when when you talk about ten days is too long to travel it's like I've sort of got that same point of view I'm like vacation should last about three days yes and You know, because for us, you know, we travel about 90 percent of our lives. And, you know, with you guys facilitating the advanced classes that you're facilitating now, it's like it's going to be that way for you, me, Gary and Brendan. But when we're traveling, what we're doing is we're continuously creating and we're continuously contributing to a lot of people. And that's very creative. You know when you go yeah. skiing it's like you're still working we all work all the time in access consciousness but at the same time there's this sense of there's so much more I know I can do let me get out and facilitate let me interact with hundreds of people at a time or thousands of people at a time depending on the venue that we're you know doing that in and I think that's one of the other elements that that starts to get people down is they have this idea that they need downtime but in actuality the only time they're really having fun is when they're creating and when they're contributing what they're here to c- contribute in the world. So there's this dichotomy and this discrepancy between what's really true for them and what they keep trying to buy is true for them, which is I need time at the end of the year to relax, except you can't relax because you want to create. But also you're so aware of so many people's points of view at this time of year. It's like trying. it's like walking on broken glass, <laughs> you know. And and at the same time, you're walking on broken glass, and at the same time, it feels like you're in a blizzard of broken glass blowing all around you, and you're like, wow, what a happy time. I'm so glad the holidays exist.
0: Don't talk about blizzards, (laughs) Dane. You might start creating one. (laughs) The sun is actually out today. (laughs) Yay! No, I haven't walked on broken glass, and uh, I I don't see that I choose to, and yet you're exactly right. That's actually what I get that it would, uh, you know, quote unquote, feel like. I mean... Jesus, in a, in a ski resort, people are trying, you know, they've saved their money up for the year and they're trying to have the best goddamn time and switch off. And like you said, yeah. no one truly really desires to switch off. Like the, I must say, there's these three guys here who are part of the um, staff and a couple of them have asked us what we do. And one of them just sort of so perked up and was just like, oh my God, I need that. And that spark of someone desiring something different gave me so much energy to create and so much energy to be me and to keep like moving forward with that exactly what you're talking about. Whereas everyone else here is like, you know, there's this blankness because they are on quote unquote holidays. And it's like, we went to this restaurant the other night, not the one that makes you happy, it was another restaurant <laughs> because there was no one in there that was happy. Like truly you looked around and you were like, oh, my God. And all everyone had kids and big family affair, which is like, you know, you're supposed to have time with your family. And it's like, yes. really?
1: <laughs> and nobody was happy. No, no.
0: So we're yet to find that happy restaurant, but, you know.
1: Bad <laughs> <laughs> so, translation.
0: And one of the things I actually wanted to mention, Dane, on this podcast, because, I mean, as we're talking about this, I do get people start to question where they are at in, in their life. Well I'm asking you to question where you're at and what you're asking for. And New Year historically has been another time that people start to go into judgment of themselves. And I see so many people have, you know, New Year's resolutions. But it's used most of the time it's it's about being outside of being them, not being them. And one of the things that I demanded this year and to continue on every single year. For the rest of eternity is to be me. And you've written a book called Being You, Changing the World. And I get the simplicity of that. And yet it seems to be something that people uh, create to be really difficult to just be them. Can you talk a little bit about that as an invitation to people for 2018 and beyond to well, be them?
1: Well, you know, I think you said it brilliantly. It's like it on the one hand, seems so simple. It's such a simple invitation to be you. And on the other hand, it seems like the most challenging thing we will ever choose. And my sense of the why of that, if you know, people want to actually look at that, is that from the time we were little, we were taught to be anything other than us. We were taught that we had to align and agree with our mom and dad. And then we aligned and agreed with our friends. And the thing is, we align and agreed so dynamically with our mom and dad that by the time we get to teenagers and we want to have something that's ours and actually get to be us, then we resist and react to our mom and dad as though it's their fault we're this way. So the only way we can have us is resisting and reacting. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that mode because they've never been asked, what is true for you? You know, um, Gary, the founder of Access, it's interesting having been around his grandson's Uh, one of whom is just about six, and the other one is less than one at this point. And it's interesting that their mother has always asked them to be them, whatever that is. And it wasn't always easy for her and won't be, you know. but she never tried to impose on them a point of view and to see how much ease these kids have with traveling, with being around mom or not, with anything that occurs is phenomenal. And if we had been given that freedom as we were growing up, If we had actually been asked, hey, what's true for you, and let's head in the direction of what's true for you, I think we would have a totally different ease with this thing called being us. And what I've recognized is when we're choosing what's really true for us, our life just works. And it's often so different than what we think our life is supposed to be. And so, you know, that applies in business. It applies with money. It applies with relationships. It applies with sex. It applies with our bodies. It applies with what would make us happy. But if, if we asked ourselves, if I were truly being me here, what would I choose? And if I were truly being me, who would I be? What would I be? And how would I be? And that can start to open the door. And here we are again asking questions because a question always empowers, an answer always disempowers. And we're stuck usually with the answer that we can't be us. So we need to try to find something that seems okay to be, since we can't seem to be what we already are.
0: So I was actually chatting to someone the other day about this, Dane, and one of the things that came up for them was that if they're being them, it was like they were, you know, quote unquote, afraid of being alone, or they would be uh, choosing something against someone else. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I do see that we've been taught to align and agree, as you said, with your parents, your peers, etc., rather than choose to be you.
1: Well, I think that's exactly it. It's like we we believe we have to go against somebody else in order to have us. And you know, I think that was set up when we were little kids for most of us. And so, if we recognize that. Choosing for us, and most people have the point of view that choosing for them is choosing against someone else. And most people get into relationships based on the idea that it's going to fulfill a certain role, and then they feel like they have to choose against their partner in order to choose for them. But if they had gotten into the relationship choosing for them, that wouldn't necessarily be the reality. And so the idea, in order to choose for us, we have to choose against somebody else, Is one of the biggest lies that we bought in this area of choice. If we, you know, and once again, you can look at where it came from, but where it came from is far less relevant than, you know, everybody asking yourself, okay, do I have the point of view that in order to choose for me, I have to choose against other people? Or you could ask yourself, where do I have the point of view? Like in what areas of my life do I have the point of view that in order to choose for me, I have to choose against others? And then wherever you have that, whoever you have that with, if you have access tools, you can do this magical thing called pock and pot it. If you don't, write that down on a piece of paper, like I believe I have to choose against blah blah blah, and tear it up and throw it away or burn it or something. You're trying it. what you're doing is finding some way of, of connecting to the place where you decided that and chose it and making a different choice. And and the important part is making a different choice because. Our choice is the only thing that creates in our life. And most people don't understand that. But if you can just look really simply and go, okay, wherever I'm choosing to choose against other people, as though that's creating my life and and me having choice, that's a choice that creates and it creates a life based on resistance and reaction. And it eventually leads to a life of unhappiness, sadness, depression, and feeling like you have no power and no creative ability
0: sitting around when you're 90 years old going, God damn, I wish I'd listened to that guy <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> and trust to be me. You, know, you right? can't, you
0: right. can't go back. It doesn't work like that.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately. And, but if you choose right now, you know, if you choose something different right now, you can create a different forward. And I think my sense is one of the other difficulties that I found in, in working with people, but also I've seen this with myself so much is I See that people don't take the time to just get present in a moment, like even a moment during the day. They're always trying, they're always looking at, you know, their to-do list that they haven't accomplished, looking at what they haven't done, what they haven't been. And, you know, we have this tool in access consciousness, which is if you had 10 seconds to live the rest of your life, what would you choose? And I'll ask people this in class, and I know you've asked people this in many classes, and you can tell that most people don't really get it. They're sort of trying to get it, but they don't. They're like, what do you mean? So let me put it this way. If you had no past, if your entire past went away right now, and your entire future was limited to 10 seconds and you were going to disappear, go someplace else or something, could you allow yourself to be present and happy for just the next 10 seconds? Because one of the things that I see, yes, you're like, (laughs) yes, please. Thank you. Okay. So that lifetime is now over. Now, what would you like to choose? See, and what I, what I found is, you know, and I got this tool from Gary, the founder of Access Consciousness 17 years ago. And he said, you have 10 seconds to choose the rest of your life. You know, the world is filled with lions, tigers, and bears, and you're going to be dead in 10 seconds. What do you choose? And I was like, "O, uh, happiness. He's like, cool. That lifetime's over. What do you choose? I'm like, more happiness. He's like, okay, that lifetime's over. What do you choose? I'm like, money. He's like, that lifetime's over. What do you choose? And I went, more happiness and more money and being happy. (laughs) You know, it's all I've ever really wanted to choose. And I thought money would do it. I thought relationship would do it. I thought sex would do it. I thought being successful in business would do it. I thought no longer stressing about my to-do list would do it. You know what I found actually does it? The Choice. choice to be happy. Yeah. And this is something even, and I know when I say it, most people are like, Blah, blah, blah. How do I do that? I can't because. Guess what? Your can't because is what's killing you. It is what is ruining your life and your choice for what you would like to have as your life. And every time you go to I can't because, what I would do is I would pock and pot it like we talked about before. But you want to acknowledge that and go, I am letting that go now. Enough of this crap.
0: Well, actually, Dane, I, I always send everyone to theclearingstatement.com the to check it out with my wonderful friend, Dr. Dane, here explaining about it. So it's, most <laughs> people probably have already heard you talk about Pock and Pod.
1: Awesome. So, cool. Dane,
0: one of the things I wanted to bring up, and you you sort of made this light joke of it that you're not perfect. And um, I mean, one of the things that we talk about in Access is perfection is a judgment and how many people are striving to be perfect. And Dane, I've known you for 16 years. and one of the things that I'm so incredibly grateful for and I see you continuously choose is to be you. I mean, good thing you wrote a book about it, but to be you, because I mean, there's times I see you, you know, extremely happy. And then there's times I see that are a little tough, but you still use the tools and you still get through it. And you always come out with something greater occurring, like a greater capacity, greater possibility, something that you never would have, you know, maybe dreamt of, or even knew could show up, yet your willingness to keep moving forward. And I see that as the the energy of being you. So if everyone was being them, if everyone made that demand, that this year and beyond that they be them, how do you see that could be a contribution to everyone and the planet?
1: I would say it is, is the greatest contribution that, that could be. And why do I say that? Because... When you're being what you actually are, your world exists beyond judgment. Your reality gets created beyond this reality. And when I say beyond this reality, what I mean is what's really true for you in your reality may have parameters that don't even exist in the world we currently live in and what other people currently see. And so we would exist in a world beyond judgment. We would exist in a world beyond, and when I say judgment, I mean of others and ourselves. We would exist in a world, <clears throat> and we would actually create our reality, like our living, breathing, wake. And but you don't have to go to a different planet to have this, right? This is like you can have this right here, right now. You can wake up in your same bed tomorrow and have this, but you, it's like the rules change for you, and rather than the rules being about judgment and wrongness of you and others rather than the rules being about you have to suffer in order to get anything, rather than the rules being you can't have an ease with money, an ease with relationships, an ease with business, an ease with joy, what happens is the rules change. And they change to you being able to have ease with everything that you touch, you being able to actually have a sense of space walking around the world, no matter how much you have to do, no matter how many people you have to interact with, and let's face it, you and I interact with hundreds of thousands of people a year. And most of the time, we still have a lot of ease. And really, the choice to be you and choose whatever that is and actually do the work, because it isn't the simplest thing you're going to choose. But to do the work of finding out what that actually is, the choice to be you beyond sort of the rules of this reality as we currently have it, it's one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. Because that's where the miraculous joy of life comes in. And if you're not being you, you're then subject to the rules of this reality and the rules of judgment and the rules of linearity. And I say all this stuff, you know, and, you know, because a lot of the people listening to your podcast are going to be interested in not only themselves and, and being them, but also business and creation. But that's where the greatest creators create from. I mean, just as an example, if you look at Richard Branson, he's like being him. And when people tell him you can't, he's like, thank you for your input. Bye-bye. I'm going to go create what you <laughs> told me And keeps being I him.
0: Can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he just keeps being him. And he has created a, a sea change in every business he has touched, but it's all from being him. And, you know, and but but the thing about being you doesn't mean you've got to have as much reach as Richard Branson or you can't be it or do it. He started by being him, and he started without a bunch of money. He started with a friggin' desire to create and a willingness to be him no matter what. That's what's created what he currently has. So you got to realize you start where you are right now with the clothes you have on right now, with the food you have in your refrigerator, with the furniture you have in your house, with the house you have, with the bed you have, with the cat you have and the relationships you have. You start Mm -hmm. now. Okay. You don't go to Nirvana and then get to be you. You fucking start now and let that be where you begin to find what it is that's actually true for you. That's different. And when you, and the, the keynote for it, or the, the acknowledgement of when you're doing or being something that's actually being you is it'll have a sense of ease. It'll have a sense of peace. It'll have a sense of joy and it'll have a sense of possibilities to it. And the wrongness will be gone. And when you're truly being you, you function from a reality of possibilities, a reality with no wrongness, and a reality based on joy. It's that simple. I
0: love that, Dane. It, it, and it's not about having money. It's not about you know waiting for something to show up. It's literally you can choose it right this second. And you mentioned Richard Branson. One of the funniest stories I like about him is he has an investors group. And so if people have an idea, you can pitch it to the investors group. So, but they all sit around and a lot of the times they'll look at the projections, look at the money, et cetera. And they said they hate it when he shows up to the meetings because when he shows up yeah. to the meetings, he looks at the energy of it and the idea of it and he goes, yep, let's do it. And they're like, but Richard, it's like, I don't care about that. Let's do it. So he's willing to follow the energy though. And that's part of being you is the ability and the willingness and the capacity that you all have is to follow the energy. So, yes. Dan, I want to also invite people to visit your site. Um, I mean, you have many sites, but the one I would like to invite them to is beingyouchangingtheworld.com because right there, right now, you can actually listen to a free audio chapter in Dane's awesome voice and you can buy his book there as well. And if you don't have it already, it's, it's I mean, start the year with that, being you, changing the world. And Dane covers like all topics. It's like everything is in yeah. this book. It's like, you know, being you in the relationship, being you with money, everything. So it's a um, fabulous book. And also, if you go ahead and do a Bars class and a foundation class, you can come to Choice of Possibilities class with myself and Dane in Santa Barbara, California. And it's from the 19th to the 21st of January. So get your butts busy and you can do that. You can actually go to a Bars class foundation Check out accessconsciousness.com and you can find a facilitator near you. If you're having a problem doing that, just contact me. It's easy. So um, choice of possibilities. And this is my first class that I will be co-facilitating with Dane here, Choice of Possibilities in Santa Barbara. So I'm super excited or I'm going to use the word exterified as well. Brennan made that word up.
1: I like that word. So
0: yeah, you're excited and terrified at the same time. But bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: And I'm so, excited too. I'm whatever that word is also. I'm, oh yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm just I'm excited.
0: Me too. Cause Dane, I I'm really I can't thank you enough for everything that you have been for not just me. But I'm thanking you for me right now. I mean, for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people around the world, you have been such a major contribution to them choosing to be them and them choosing greater capacities. And that's what access consciousness is about. And you are walking, talking access consciousness. And I am grateful that I not only get to work with you and co-facilitate with you, I get to play with you. You are my friend and I'm very, very grateful for that in all the places that you have helped me along the years because there's been some you know, uncomfortable spaces and you've been there for me going, okay, asking me questions. And that's what access consciousness is about. That's what being you is about. It's not, I mean, the mantra of access is all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory, which is the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's not just like, Oh yes, you wake up and, you know, hug heart to heart and everything's okay. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And everything is wonderful all the time. No, this is, this is actually addressing the reality of, of life and the reality we live in and also, you know, the possibility for the reality we create. So first, let me say thank you, my great friend, because you have been there for me also. And the gift of your friendship for me is is one of the greatest gifts of my life. And you have been there for me. I mean, talk about somebody who I know has my back. And I trust you to a degree that is inestimable in this world. And To have that, for me, truly is one of the greatest gifts. And this thing that we talk about with us being us, it's like, you know what? And when you said, you know, there have been some tough times. No, there have been some downright just painful (laughs) times for both of us that we've gone through. But we've both been there for each other. You know, And, and you have that with somebody for 16 years where they never stab you in the back, but they do their best to be there for you. And ask you questions. They don't try to shove anything down your throat, but they try to uplift you when you're ready and when they can. And they just let you know you can have as much space as you want. It's like you know, like you said, that's that's really us being us as it as it relates to others. And and I am so grateful for the friendship that we have, and that we get to co-facilitate this.
0: So thank you so much. And I invite everyone out there listening. Two, what if you made the demand to be you and change the world and have fun, be happy, wake up this morning, after, like right now, this very second, it's like, what if you chose to be happy and be you? What would the world be like? What would your life be like? And everything, it doesn't allow that to show up and everything, it doesn't allow you guys to choose that. Will you please, 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 please destroy and uncreate it. Times of Right, wrong,
1: good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. I'm used to being the official pod pocker, so I can throw that in. <laughs> no, that's great. Thank and, you. <laughs> and can I invite them to be way happier than they're supposed to? Yes. Like, do one thing a day that makes you truly happy. One thing that is for you and you alone, whether it takes three minutes or thirty minutes or an hour, <laughs> just do something that makes you happy. You do that, you will start to get a sense of what is actually true for you in a way that's never been possible before.
0: Okay, was it you or me or someone else that thought about masturbating?
1: <laughs> I'm going to say it was you because I would never do such a thing while like being <laughs> interviewed on a worldwide podcast. Exactly, that would be horrible. <laughs> if it
0: makes you happy, do whatever makes you exactly.
1: happy. How do you know I'm not doing that right now? Anyway, I like,
0: don't.
1: <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> strawberry shortcake,
0: strawberry shortcake. <laughs> oh, Dane, I adore you. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. And, uh, and if you guys like this, please like, tell your friends, like it. You know, I think there's a link below, something like that. And go and check out Dane's uh, website. BeingYouChangingTheWorld.com, and of course you can find him on AccessConsciousness.com as well. And get your bars run. So, yes. thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you soon.
1: Thank you, my great friend. Happy New Year, everybody.
0: Bye bye.